0: Welcome to Without the Hustle, the podcast that aims to equip you with everything you need to start and grow your business on the side without the hustle. I'm Emily Tyson. I'm a side business coach based in London. I have a background in marketing and I've had three side businesses while working full time. I'm a huge advocate for the anti hustle approach to building a business because I personally know what it's like to have a chaotic, stressful full time job while trying to build a business on the side and build a future for yourself. So let's jump in to this week's episode. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Without the Hustle. Today I'm joined by Laurie, who is a brand and website designer for Conscious Businesses. Laurie runs her business alongside her full-time job in the corporate world where she works as a designer, so a similar thing to what she does in her business. We talked all about how Laurie built her business, how she manages it alongside her full-time job and how she sets boundaries around her business and the clients she works with to avoid burnout. I loved our chat and I hope you get lots of good tips and inspiration from it too and if you did I would love to hear from you. Send me a DM on Instagram or send Laurie a DM and leave a review wherever you're listening to this episode. So let's jump into it. My name is Laurie, I live in Ireland and um...
1: I'm a creative director, designer, um, as a, like from the corporate world. I've been doing this for 10 years. Um, and I also run my business, helping businesses grow online with their branding or their website, depending on whatever they need. Um, so I'm super passionate about that. I love accessibility and kind of giving businesses the tools they need to be able to bring their business to wherever they want, depending, because everyone has different uh, goals. So, yeah, that's what I do.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I love that. And when we spoke before, you mentioned that your job is very similar to your business. So I'm interested to know how you make that work and how you weave in your business and manage your business alongside your full-time job.
1: Yeah, so in my full-time job, I'm basically part of a team of, you know, dozens of people working on websites. Uh, We have around 15 websites in total that we run. So it's very, very different than like the small business mindset is very big. Um, but it is essentially like the same thing to a small, like my role in the big business is smaller, but more focused rather than when I'm working on my business, it's a lot more like holistic and looking at everything as a whole. Um, like you said, of course, like, it's the same thing in the end. So one thing for me that is very kind of important in the structure of my day is I take a break before I work on my business after working my full-time job, because of course, like it's like I'm drawing drawing from the same battery all day long, so I need to recharge a bit before I can go back into it. Um, but that yeah, that, so that plays a role into how I schedule my days because I couldn't do that like for nine hours straight. That's just too much.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's a great tip, and I, I love that you do do something with your business that's so similar to your job because not many people do that. Their business is like a you know something completely different. So like you said it is really important for you to have that break and to manage your energy in that way otherwise it's probably quite confusing <laughs> like the because you obviously have some differences with the type of clients you work with and the way you know the way you run your business so that's yeah really really great tip to share.
1: Yeah, of course. And it's like like you said it's it's similar at the same time it's different and It's interesting because you get the variety. Like, of course, I work as an in-house designer, so I work on always the same brands. So I like it in my business that I can do other things. At the same time, sometimes I am jealous of people who do something completely different because it's just a nice break.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. What does without the hustle mean to you? So for me, what it's been in general is just trying to build
1: a business on my terms and I've always been this kind of all or nothing person. And for me, without the hustle it definitely means like finding that real ground of let's stop going back and forth with like doing everything or doing nothing. And it's all about kind of building a business that works for you. Because I suppose like most people when they build their own business, that's the goal, isn't it? It's like finding a business that works for you on your terms, that works with your schedule and fits with the life that you want. And I don't know about everybody else, but for me, when I started my business, it was very much like I went in everything, like organ blazing, where it was like, okay, I have to do everything all at once and quickly realized that's not going to work for me. <laughs> I was so burnt out and so tired and so overwhelmed. And I was like, okay, let's kind of start again from scratch and go slow and figuring out what works for me. If like, of course, it's when, when you're running a business, there's always going to be parts that you don't like but it's trying to fit them in in like when my energy is up for that. If I'm not in the mood for it, I might not do that. And I'll push it to later when I'm more kind of ready to do the task that I don't really want to do.
0: Yeah. As, as new business owners and solopreneurs where you do have to do everything, but fitting it in in your productive hours and using your energy to push you through those tasks is kind yeah. of what I'm getting for you, from you. Yeah. And also like
1: I've been, one thing I've been focusing on lately is, Like breaking things down and trying to, you know, if there's one task I don't want to do, I might break it up into smaller tasks. And of course, like not everything works that way, but if I can, I'll break it up and I'll spread the unpleasantness out. (laughs) And, you know, some days as well, then I wake up and I'm super motivated. So if maybe I'll do more than one of those small tasks if I'm in the mood, but if I'm not, then it's just, okay, I've done one small thing and that's enough. And it's learning to be patient with myself. And a while back, like I was, I was really not feeling it. I was supposed to do a whole day of batch building for TikTok. And I just, I was like, no, this is not happening today. And instead I picked up like an art set that I got as a gift ages ago. Hadn't used before. And I was like, okay, let's try this. And I just turned on my camera, like as a, you know, time-lapse. I didn't really focus on anything. And I just left it there and started doing my thing. It actually performed really well. Like I posted it on TikTok later because I was, and I think everyone can, a lot of people anyway can relate to like, okay, this is too much. And I just need to sit down and do something fun. And that has to be okay. Cause at some point, you know, we're all people like, when I get, we've talked about it before, but when I get these advice of like, oh, you have to post on TikToks 10 times a day, like I, I can't do that. That's just not realistic. And no matter how much I want to, like I, I, there's only one of me and I am in that phase where like, I can't invest in a lot of help. So it's, you know, working with myself and not trying to make myself feel guilty. But not being able to do the job of like a hundred people
0: <laughs> yeah thank you so much for sharing that I can so relate to that as well <laughs> when you just have a day planned of content creation and yeah having that compassion for yourself and not feeling guilty for not wanting to do it or not feeling energized to do it is is yeah what what we need to do because if you force it then it won't be your energy won't show through and you won't feel good about it. And yeah, it's not good for anyone. So yeah, that is very relatable. <laughs> um, and also, sorry, I cut you
1: off, but like, also I, I have done like the thing, I'm sure you've done it too. Like we like, you do push through, you do it, but then you look at the final content and I'm like, I didn't even post it in the end because I didn't like how it came out or it wasn't good enough. Or, you know, I was just like, okay, that wasn't worth it. I should have just took a break. And regrouped.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, and I, I like what you said about how you just did something completely different to what you had planned, but then you posted that anyway. And this is something that I have been talking about recently: is this kind of idea of when something's not flowing, instead of forcing it, just do something else that lights you up something creative something it could be could be something creative or it could be going for a walk or something and for me that really helps the ideas to flow if ever I'm feeling a bit blocked I just go for a walk and then the ideas just just come do you have any tips like that as a creative person as a designer where do you get your inspiration from and when you're feeling stuck how do you become unstuck (laughs) (laughs) Um,
1: (laughs) yeah that's the thing like with with creative businesses I feel like we're very dependent on our energy so it's important to kind of be mindful of it Uh, like you like you uh, I just do something completely different so it depends like I said before like when I structure my day I always have an hour after my full-time job where for me it's like my free time and sometimes it's something fun like going for a walk sometimes I do a workout with my boyfriend sometimes it's cleaning the house but just something completely different and when I'm feeling creatively very stuck and I don't have ideas the example I gave before is a perfect exa- example where like um, I have so much art supplies in my house that I don't use. I've never been like a painter or like a, I've always been more of a digital arts person, <laughs> but I pick up these sets and for me, it's the like no expectations. And it really blowing down those expectations really helped me, helps me uh, bring the ideas back where it's like, okay, I'll sit down. I have these few colors to do whatever I want. And like, it doesn't matter if it's terrible. Like, it doesn't matter if in the end it's like a brown motion of nothing. Like, it's fine. The idea is just to play with everything. And sometimes it comes out really nice, sometimes it doesn't. But I've, I always find these moments very kind of restful and like nourishing for my soul, and it's very fun.
0: Yeah, thank you so much for sharing that. How would you – I'm curious about the way you – manage your business juggle your business shall we say juggle your business with your full-time job and all of the things you know that come with having a side business in terms of your clients and having boundaries how do you set boundaries around your business
1: I try to have very very strong boundaries <laughs> so like for me one thing that I didn't have before that really helps is having something like Canonly where I can put in my hours and then I just send it over to clients because before most of my clients aren't in Ireland and for time zones, sometimes you do need to be flexible and have like calls at weird hours, but most of the times we can make it work and having that calendar, it's really helped me anyway. Cause then people can't book outside of the times that I said I was free. Um, also like I always kind of specify at the start of my projects, like, Oh, this is my work hours and I have it in my email signature everywhere. And do I work outside of my work hours? Yes. Um, but I don't really try not to reply to anything. And if I do, you know, I don't, I don't feel the pressure. I have like the Gmail app. I have another app that, um, on my phone that it's called quiet for Gmail. And like at the weekends for my email, like my job, I, I do work on the weekends, but my the emails, like the notifications on my phone, they're gone. Um, that really helps me because I'm the kind of person where if I get a notification, I will look at the email. And if there's something I will feel like I need to, whatever it is, like answer or fix something or do the tasks. So just not having them really helps me and mm-hmm. it just blocks the thing. So even if I went into the app, I couldn't see them.
0: <laughs> yeah. Quiet for Gmail. Yeah. Uh, I think that's amazing. It, think. I'm going <laughs> to check that out. <laughs> <Yeah>. after <this. laughs> Great tip. Yeah. So, so being, up front with your communication and establishing those boundaries and those ground rules before you start working with someone is is what you're saying is is important right yeah and
1: I think it's like everyone at least so far anyway like everyone appreciates that because when you're up front at the start managing expectations for everybody and I'm a very responsive person too so I usually reply pretty fast but then I, I don't have to feel guilty if I don't reply super fast. Or sometimes, you know, I'm I'm doing research because I, I don't want to give a reply really fast and I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> so, and yeah, I've only ever had like good feedback from people. I think a lot of people that I work with are in the same kind of stage in their business where they're very, very busy and they appreciate. They're like, okay, that's a good example. Maybe I'll do that too. And yeah.
0: Yeah, that's great. When I when I worked full time in advertising, it was very, you know, hustle culture. You have to respond straight away. I found that really hard when I then went full time with my business because it was it was like it all there unlearning that I had to do from my full-time job I then had to relearn like I don't have to do life like this I don't have to run my business like this and I think what you're what you're saying is your clients appreciate that upfrontness that communication and they respect it and I think when I was working full-time there was always an expectation it wasn't I could never set a boundary like that because, you know, I joined the company that was already established and everyone else around you is doing that. Whereas the difference is when you're, you're your own business, you're your, you run it on your terms, you can really set that boundary. And I guess I'm. What I'm saying is. There's a lot of unlearning if you come from that kind of background where you have to apply straight away and you it's like hustle, hustle. You don't have to do that, even though it feels it might feel really uncomfortable to start off with, because that's definitely how I felt.
1: Yeah, and for me as well, like I think relearning is the perfect word, like you were saying, because that's definitely for me, of like, yes, the mentality and the nine-to-five, but also what you see online, the people running businesses. So I have I had to make at some point completely separate separate social media profiles because I, I you know I'm connecting with a lot of different business owners and sometimes when I'm trying to relax and I'm on social media I just see all these people doing their business and for me it was making me feel very overwhelmed and I was like okay that's one of the boundaries that I needed to set for myself because everything you see is a lot of people like hustling and being successful and working so hard all the time and it gives you a bit of FOMO where like okay I should be doing this I should be doing that and. What I had in my head as well, like my own expectations of running a business, when I'm starting my business, I should be doing this, this, this and this. And I quickly found out was not realistic, at least for me. Like, it, you know, if some people work like that and like it and have their great life, good for you. Um, but it was always like, yeah, managing my own expectations of what I assumed running a business was like. And it was yeah. changing your mindset.
0: <laughs> yeah, for me, that's really about without the hustle as well, because it's, it's comparison, isn't it? When you go on social media and you see all these other entrepreneurs doing their thing, but then coming back to yourself and tapping into what you want and where, and where you are on your journey and having, having compassion for where, where we all are, you know, everyone listening to this, you and I as well, like we're all right here, right now doing our thing. And Sometimes it is really hard when you see on social media people that you look up to or you admire, but then you have to remember these people have been running their business for 10 plus years. So that's a really great boundary to set is, is having that around, yeah, social media and what you consume and what you take in. What was your deciding factor to start your business? What's your why? Um... I always say, like, I like to use my
1: design powers for good. (laughs) Um, There's a whole bunch of different ways. I feel like all of my life, I've been a person very interested in a lot of different things. And I always found it difficult to kind of focus on one thing and become, like, we live in a specialist mindset where, like, you need to be an expert at one thing. And I always found that difficult. And within my full-time job, like, I always liked what I do. I like the field I'm in but I always found like, oh, but I want to learn about what this other person's doing and what this other person is doing. And it's not something I could get with my full-time job. Um, just by the nature of things, you can't do everything. (laughs) And, uh, so that was definitely one thing. And then also just the corporate world, like you were saying before, has its own kind of expectations and systems and things like that, that, you know, nothing bad against any company, but it doesn't, it didn't felt right for me. And it didn't feel aligned with, what I wanna do with my business. And I've focused on things like accessibility, sustainability, um, which I'm almost kind of trying to promote in my business and in my design principles. So it, it was a slow kind of sh- mindset shift of, oh, I would like to incorporate that into what I do, but my full-time job doesn't allow me to do that. So maybe if I could go this way and do this other thing, I can incorporate that in. And I have so many plans for my business in the, f- in the future of different ways it can expand and it might or might not happen, but that's what I liked about the idea of running my own business where it's your own kind of show and you can do what you want with it and, you know, do it according to practices that feel right for me and feel right for my clients and work with everyone that has the same mindset as me as well. Not exactly the same, but, you know, I always say like your job is a bit like a family where you don't really pick the people you work with. And that's the one thing you do have when you have your business is most of you can pick who you want to work with to an extent. And I've really appreciated that when I've worked with people who are exactly on the same, you know, line as me, zone as me, and we really align and it's really fun to work like that.
0: Yeah. A lot of people go through life just being unhappy and settling and, you know, maybe they feel like, oh, I wish I had this in my job or I wish I could do this differently, but then they don't, they don't know how to make a change. They don't know they can make a change. They don't think about it. Whereas you've actually created that for yourself.
1: Yeah. I'd be guilty of that too, though. Like you you always want what you don't have. And then it's been like that, like you were saying, like just relearning of like, okay, I think I can do that, but maybe I can and seeing how I can do that. And just finding ways and some stuff that I want to do, I don't have the means to do right now, but maybe in the future. So it's keeping everything in the back of my head and, just trying to jump on the small moments where I can and sometimes it works out sometimes it doesn't but it's just trying to find those opportunities
0: yeah but like you said it's a mindset shift because we are constantly evolving running a business is the ultimate form of personal development and I often think about where I want to be in a year's time or five years' time. But in reality, I have no idea where I'm gonna be in five years' time. I can say, I wanna be doing X, Y, and Z, but we don't know what we don't know. I can imagine what I want, but actually life might unfold a lot differently. And that's the mindset, isn't it? It's being open to possibilities and open to other options to bring into your life and then taking them and going and going for it yeah and I mean
1: like a comparison that's more of like personal life than business but it's the same kind of mindset where I'm Canadian I live in Ireland and one thing I do know about my life right now that you could compare to like the full nine five is that I miss home I love Ireland but I also love my home and I miss it and right now I go about twice a year and I'd love to go more often and you know one of the crazy plans I have for the future is maybe we could do half and half or, you know, go more often. And it's something where you would traditionally say, you can't do that. Yeah. But it's that kind of challenging. Okay. Maybe I can't do that right now, but how can I make this happen in the future? Can I like, maybe it, it can't happen right now, but I can make small changes here and there that bring it closer. And that's exactly yes. the same way I feel in my business is I have this vision and at least it's like somewhere to go. It doesn't mean that's where I'll end up, but it's a direction. And then I can see when I make choices, does this work with that? How is this going to make me feel?
0: Yes, yes, yes. How (laughs) can I do it? I am, it just made me think of something. I watched... JLo half the halftime show on Netflix yesterday I don't know if you've seen it but it's (laughs) amazing (laughs) it's amazing and she there's this bit where she is planning the halftime show and she like an absolute boss says to the um is it that the NFL um she says on the phone to like the the top dogs okay I'm gonna tell you what I'm thinking and then you're gonna tell me how you think you can do it and I'm like yes (laughs) she's not saying like can we do this like what if we can't do this it's this is what I want how are you going to make it happen and I just think that's like the motto of life (laughs) it's like this is what we want how can we make it happen (laughs) yeah completely that's that's like we
1: can always just hope to have the same kind of power as JLo at some point (laughs) we can make those demands just make it happen but same, same mindset, definitely.
0: Yes. So what is one lesson that you can share that you've learned so far about building your business?
1: For me, it's really been all about dropping the expectations and what I assumed running a business was like. So I spoke with a business coach when I started a little bit and it was like I was telling her, oh, yeah, like I need to do all of these social media posts because that, that's what you need to do to run a business. That's what you need to do to be successful. And she was telling me like, but, but why Like, do you really need to do that? Maybe there's a different way. And it's just, you know, trying things and not being afraid to do stuff that feels right for you rather than what everyone else is telling you. And sure. Like maybe if you do post 10 times a day on TikTok, you'll grow faster, but is it going to be the people you actually want to speak with? Is it going to be the, like, I'm, this might be another way you can make it happen. That's going to feel better for you and bring you more client, more business, more customers. And that, not going to make you feel drained at the end of the day so it's all about for me anyway like the best advice I can give is listen to yourself and kind of forget the expectations and build your own system that works for you
0: thank you that's a great tip (laughs) before we wrap up is there anything else that you would like to share for anyone who is thinking about starting a business on the side or already running their business on the side
1: I would say for me like plan ahead (laughs) because sometimes like still you don't need to plan like 10 years in advance but still just knowing a little bit where you're going for me anyway it keeps the interest alive knowing that I have this other thing coming up or that I'm working towards something it makes me more interested and it helps push me through the difficult times and it's also trying to see the positive side of everything because for me anyway like it's easy to get stuck in the bite the bad mindset of like, okay, I don't have any time for my business because I have this full-time job and I'm very limited on time, but there's also the positive side of, yeah, but I also don't depend on the money for my business. So that gives me so much more freedom in my business. So it's trying to find the positive ways of looking at things and appreciate it because I know at some point when my business grows and I probably won't have my full-time job, I will depend on that money and it's going to become more important. So it's trying to enjoy the business stage you're in and not trying to push forward and always like you have to keep looking forward, but you can't be only looking forward.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I love that so much. Yeah. Trust the process, trust the, (laughs) the, trust the process and uh, appreciate the moment that you're appreciate the transition that you're in the the moment that you're in. I just want to also quickly touch on when we, when we spoke, before you mention so your your you use your design powers for good and uh, I love that. And you also, whenever you're working with someone, you want to empower them to then go ahead and be able to use their website and do the design themselves after. And I I really love that you do that. Can you just talk about that a little more?
1: Yeah. So I think this applies a bit more to like website design rather than brand design, but it works in both ways. Like website design can get so technical sometimes. And I've always been kind of very, I use certain platforms and other designers use other platforms and there's no one platform better than other ones, depending on your individual needs. But the one thing I, like, I design custom websites. And one thing that's always at the forefront of my mind when I'm working is how is my client going to be able to maintain this in the future? because I could design something completely out of code from scratch, but then it's, you know, if you have to go into line 634 to change one title on your website, that's not going to work for you. And most people are busy. (laughs) So what's the point of giving someone something that they have to come back to me for when, for me anyway, the client is paying to get a tool that they can use in the future rather than just they have to come back to me again and again and if they do want to come back to me i'm very happy but i you know if my client at the end of the project feels like oh shit, what am i going to do that i failed my idea like what i want is to give them everything they need and i'll teach them at the end and if you have questions like come back to me and i'll answer all your questions and i'll do training videos and i'll do whatever i have to do to make sure you know how to use everything and you feel comfortable and confident because I don't want to create more stress for other people because I'm, you know, I'm stressed enough <laughs> as it is. And I think everyone that's running a business has a lot of that. So I think feeling empowered to use your tools definitely helps at least kind of reduce the hustle where like, okay, I don't have to figure out this super complicated website. I just need to go in and change this. And then it's beautiful.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, and it's, we're all supporting each other. Yeah. It's yeah. the same. Like
1: I love con- connecting with other designers as well. Like, who could be technically competition but i'm like oh friends <laughs> the yeah. people that could like that know what i'm going through and can communicate with me and we can learn from each other and i think you know abund- abundance mindset where like everyone has their own place and everyone has their own perfect customers and yeah. that's the beauty of it
0: yeah yeah i love that where can people find you
1: yeah so i'm mostly active on tiktok uh, at designed by laurie they can find me on instagram there too And I have my own website uh, for my services, but I share a lot of tips on how to improve your website, make it more accessible on TikTok mostly.
0: Amazing. I'll pop all of that in the show notes.